0: All right, I'm going to try to host this. It's not going to go well, but I'm going to do my best. She's mama, so easy, easy. Hello, and welcome to bullet points episode 7531 my name is reed mccarter i am hosting this episode i'm sorry you don't get ed you get the opposite of a nice english uh calm uh radio tone and instead you get uh, southern ontario horseshit in your ears and (laughs) (laughs) i'm just gonna apologize for that preemptively uh i am here As per usual, with uh, Bullet Points um, editor in in chief, uh, chief executive officer, Astrid (laughs) Budgore. Astrid, how are you? I'm good. How are you? How are the financials looking?
1: Strong as ever. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah, the quarter Q3 is going to be a big one for Bullet Points, I think. Just uh, keep your ear to the ground.
0: That's when we're shipping the Kingdom Hearts, 2.2 episode, right? Yeah. Q3. It's gonna be a big remaker. maker.
1: Remastering all the Kingdom Hearts episodes.
0: <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, we are also joined today by a guest who has a long sordid history with bullet points. Jess Jojo. Entertainment reporter Hello? at Mashable, former bullet points editor.
1: Yeah, a bit of a downgrade there, but
0: yeah, you went. Jess, how? So, it's been it's been a while. So, how was it to go from the lo- the lofty heights, top of the world, of bullet points to just the bottom of the barrel? <laughs> of...
2: <laughs> Honestly, from the looks of down here, you you guys look great from the bottom of this barrel.
0: <laughs> or you know, I think once we get the health benefits just a little bit better, it's <laughs> Yeah. It's gonna be a good place. Once you
2: guys get pet insurance, maybe you can coax <laughs> me back.
0: Oh pet insurance <laughs> would be good.
2: Oh we we get that.
0: <laughs> uh so we are talking today about God of War. Which God of War you might ask? Not not the old God of War. That's yesterday's news that's on ps2 hardware that's horse shit nobody wants that <laughs> greeks are out we're going nordic you know we know which way the wind's blowing mm-hmm. it's it's blowing towards run- <laughs> runic tattoos <laughs> shave sides oh, of the god. Yeah. it's we're-
2: not very it's not a good timing let's just say that <laughs>
0: yeah uh yeah we're talking about the 2018 uh confusingly named god of war um new god of war uh from sony santa monica studios where i guess brief introduction you probably don't need too much introduction you got uh kratos there who is uh a greek demigod or full god i guess That's whatever what? let's not do that right now yeah and <laughs> he he killed all the greek gods he was so angry he killed them all uh he killed he his really wife did. yeah and his daughter greece is just
1: cleared out
0: greece i think at the end of god of war 3 is just like this swirling like pillars of smoke and it's like a void it looks like something at the end of like a marvel movie (laughs) it's just Um,
1: three people live in greece at the time of this new game
0: (laughs) yeah
2: they pray to ash now
0: (laughs) (laughs) they have a whole new pantheon of dirt dirt pantheon (laughs) Uh, so, Kratos, after destroying reality, just went to different reality. He, uh, he headed north, kind of like in that, in that famous John Krakauer story. Uh, he went north. He found new wife. Um, didn't take yeah. him long. He grew his beard out. He, uh, he had a kid. Mm. And a uh, new God of War starts with him in mythological Scandinavia and he's a proud papa now but his wife has died and yep. that's that's where we start uh, so
2: proud is an exaggeration <laughs> I don't know how proud he is he's just he's he's
1: not proud until, Seems you, quite yeah, until you until up, you upgrade the skill tree he is not until proud. you upgrade your son <laughs>
0: yeah the universal human experience once your son is fully upgraded you can be proud of him not until yes. then
2: he has earned your love
0: uh so i guess we'll we'll start with the usual blanket general question uh we'll go to jess and then also to i don't know this should be understood but just in case we will talk about anything whenever we feel like it so if you don't like them spoilers you're out of luck
2: yeah then fuck off jess um what did
0: you think yes of god of war 2018
2: So God of War 2018, um, and I have a very complicated relationship, understandably, uh, as, as with all fatherly things in my life, uh, I played it, I absolutely adore it, like, almost in spite of myself, I love it in every way, I think, um, Daddy Kratos is, like, was built to seduce me, but also I do believe in its, um... And its emotional beats, and uh, I think as much as I think critics, maybe like us, wanted it to do more. What it did do is kind of insanely risky. Um, if you just like take a a scant look at you know the trash pile that is, I don't know, our gaming and shit like that. People are like, I can't believe like you know he's not like ripping the tree up in the first scene. And he's just like delicately, (laughs) like it's just everybody. I think it it took a lot of risk in that sense. There are a a lot of things I could critique about about it. For instance, the best characters are the women characters. Unfortunately, they are promptly escorted off um, the screen. Yeah, all and by women characters. I mean one woman. All one of the women characters. (laughs) All, All one of the women. Um, my hope, and this is maybe again, me, uh, just, you know, giving a little bit too much credit to the dad figures in my life. Um, I think that, uh, it does set up, uh, more for her, uh, in the second, in the upcoming, mm-hmm. uh, sequels and whatever's to follow. So I do think it... It is a really promising change for the series. I adore mythology. Norse mythology is my absolute shit. And just to get to walk around it and live in it was a privilege that I um, don't really get otherwise. And I think it does a really good job of embedding all of its themes into like everything from its like collectibles to its side stories. And yeah, so that's basically complicated but positive overall is my experience of it
0: hmm. astrid what do you no no no. i'm not saying hmm, like oh no jess that's <laughs> yeah. your no your we don't opinion ad-
1: yeah we don't adore things on this podcast so we're gonna have to cut the feed and Please try this me. one again
0: <laughs> no i was saying hmm, because there are a lot of things there are a lot of points there i wanted to talk about but i think mm. astrid you should talk about what you thought of this game
1: um i it's really long and like because i did really like it for a while and i felt like um reed you were saying and some other people were saying that it sort of like breaks down into like a bunch of like detours and like kratos and his son start the game and they need to go to the top of the mountain which is like sort of a very clear goal and um by the end of the game it's just like more and more contrivances sort of get in their way and because the game is so long and it sort of like um insists on showing you literally every step of this process it just starts to get i was just really i felt like it got really tedious and i was disappointed in that because i do think it does a lot of cool things um overall, but for me it fell apart and like I think just the I guess the pacing, which a lot of games are long and a lot of games are too long, but I don't think this game lends itself to a lot of the design choices that end up like elongating it. Um, And then I think the other thing is just I was sort of disappointed with how sort of the games gloss on um, Norse mythology, which is, like, I, too, like Norse mythology and all of, like, the various um, horrific and traumatic uh, (laughs) wounds inflicted on all the gods physically and mentally, but I didn't feel like this game really got there. It's sort of just, like, um, you're playing in the world of Norse mythology and, like, certain events are taking place that you would recognize from those stories, but it, it, it's sort of missing the, um, I don't know, just the idiosyncrasies of that stuff, I would say. Mm. Hmm. Which yeah. I can elaborate on uh, later, maybe.
0: Well, yeah, I'd, I'd want to talk about that because <clears throat> I, I think I'm probably somewhere in the middle on that. Classic I, I... read. Yeah. <laughs> That's just uh, right right in the center. No sides. Everyone's right. (laughs) All sides. Um,
2: Both sides. uh,
0: Yeah, I don't know. I I agree with probably a little bit closer to Astrid on this. I think for me, the problem I had with this game is there's a lot of stuff I like about this game a lot. I wish it was maybe a third of the length. Um, Yeah. it, It just... To me, and, and I can see why they wanted it to be this thing where it's, you want that long, and when I first heard that this was a long game, I thought, well, that kind of makes sense, right? If you're trying to tell this uh, larger story where you want a lot of time for these characters to, their relationship to change over the course of it, um, sort of gradually in that kind of gamey way where, you know, the, <clears throat> like the ambient dialogue starts taking on different tones and stuff. But I think this game still feels like it has big dramatic marks that it wants to hit at like, you know, five hours and then 15 hours and then 20 hours. And it's not changing enough in between those times. Um, It's not doing the thing like I like in The Last of Us where uh, that's just something that pops into my head where you feel like this relationship is sort of going the way actual relationships do and like deepening and evolving yeah. as these characters are just spending time together in this one i kind of felt like it was like well at this point you know the the, the boy boy or son
2: boy uh <laughs> press square to boy <laughs>
0: um I, I felt like he was wait what
2: i need to just add this um on the pad on or like on the like controller yes. pad thing On um, it says <laughs> squares yeah. yep is sun actions and i really yeah, wanted it to say it's... boy actions
0: <laughs> that's really good astrid so took good. a screenshot of that and showed at night like right it's away so and i was like oh yeah it's time for some sun action
2: <laughs> um, mm, get in there sorry continue no
0: no, no. it's yeah I, I mean like basically what i what i was thinking is like there's like you know act one of the game uh boy wants to impress father you know father's stern and not talking you know mm-hmm. act two an event happens like father becomes concerned for boys welfare you know act three boy learns he's a god becomes a little shithead for yeah. and that's until... like <laughs>
1: that point is like 20 hours in
0: yeah and it doesn't seem to i don't know get wrapped up it... that well and then Anyway, but yeah, it just it feels like there's like these like segments that are yeah, um really definite, but the game wants you to think that everything is is gradual.
1: Yeah, like they um, there is so much space in here where that stuff is not being like seeded or hinted at and then they just sort of like gun it and like something happens and the fallout is wrapped up real fast and then you're back to sort of the status quo. And it's really strange. The whole game gives me like a a sort of modular impression. I don't know how to describe it, but like the way that the world is constructed that you go around in, um, the way that the dialogue responds to what you're looking at or where you're headed, it just all feels like Legos stuck together. And like, it's never right. quite, it never quite feels like as seamless as they like, really, really, really try to make it feel. Like, you can tell the way that everything in the game that might be potentially sticky for, like, a really picky gamer type is sort of, like, lampshaded and, like, sort of hinted at and called out by the game before you can get to it. And even with that Mm. stuff, I think that stuff is, like, sort of unnecessary. Like, they go to such lengths to um, make everything fictionally, like, possible and make sense. Like, nothing is just there because it's a game it's like it's there because you have this special arrow that does this or because your axe can hit that it's like all very uh i don't know what the word is i'm looking for here please shoot me like Um, lock and key yeah yeah it's (laughs) all like they they thought of the things that you would criticize before you did but that opens like all these other doors when like the scenes show Mm. because they will show because this is video game I and mean, it's fine but they seem really like um paranoid about that for some reason
0: mm.
2: for sure it's a lot it feels like a very much like a legacy you know s- s- people's egos were really <laughs> riding on this one you can you can smell it yeah, but um yeah but i would argue what you guys are pointing out is the um i would criticize in terms of its design its biggest mistake is its R- jrpg-ness um, which is a big, obviously, leap from what the past games were. The past games were quite linear, and yeah. uh, I would say that the problem with the stories and its pacing are 100% due to this, like, mm-hmm. you know, like Corey Barlog has been talking a lot about how he played a lot of JRPGs, and I'm like, but why? Yeah, that like it, I it wish you not hadn't. A, not a good
1: fit, like at all.
2: It is not a good fit, you know, and, and I do love like. I think you know. I love getting to go in the boat and just like kind of going at it and having that sense seems the having that sense of like um, an open world seems like it should fit a God of War, which is supposed to be where you are supposed to like luxuriate in in mythology and and, and the worldness (laughs) of the story. Um, But at the same time, what you give up there is tightness in story. So Last of Us has a lot of ability to control the pacing as opposed to like in this we have to you know atreus has to be like yeah sure dad we can like continue the story or, or you know we could like we could like f- play around a little <laughs> and like and it's like your choice whether to like keep role-playing as, <laughs> yeah, as yeah. him and just like barrel through the story it's like all considerate
0: or... boy yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, right yeah that's it's, uh... like if
2: it's on the way <laughs> yeah I, think, um, I don't know
0: oh sorry like the
1: i think that stuff is inevitable i think you're right Jess. that like the the desire to like make this game like play it your way but also like uh it's like fairly simple story really like you're mm-hmm. going from point a to point b and the complications are just like well you need something else to get further on that path but they give you all this side shit to right. do And it all feels like you're sort of, like, wandering around, like, a snow globe or something. Like, none of it feels like Mm. you're, like, really discovering something or finding something sort of cool or dangerous or weird. Like, um, there's this one bit where you go through to what I believe is some sort of, like, forgotten kingdom. And Mm. I think that's where you first find the dragon that you can, like, free Um Oh, yeah. You sort of just like duck under a pillar and it's like, oh, here we are. And it was like, you just got off the boat. (laughs) Like, this whole world, (laughs) this whole world (laughs) is a dock. (laughs) Yeah, it's like within, yeah, and the dock. Just all these uh, gamey things, like how every path through the world is like worn or marked in some way. It's just like turbo Assassin's Creed stuff.
0: But Mm -hmm. there is something to that that, like, I don't want to. Because I agree with you i think a lot of the problem is there is sort of too much layered onto this game like it, it wants yeah. to have everything right and again like I, I think the stuff it's like gamer language that's just accepted like the loot stuff where uh, oh, you know here's your your green and the blue is going to be better <laughs> and it's to me as soon as i see that it's oh, like god it, it's like um i don't know it's like someone talking about business you know it's uh it, yeah. it removes the sense of this being a place uh
2: see yeah i didn't experience and i actually the minute i finished this game i replayed it that's how much i didn't think it was that long god damn um i know i'm, I'm sick of <laughs> <in> the <head. laughs> i have problems <laughs> um but that was entirely for the story and yeah. and i was so pissed because what i think makes it unnecessarily long is that i wish you didn't have to spend half the fucking time i have in this game in the goddamn menus because those are the worst things i've ever seen the menus are and abysmal, useless yeah. they're like <laughs> abysmal so hard to navigate like, why <laughs> yeah <laughs> why why Uh, any of it i think just give me like four pieces of armor i don't need to like decide whether like do like a cross analysis and resources are scarce enough at least at first where like you really do need to consider like should i buy this and like it's just there's no reason yeah there's a no reason for it nothing is benefiting from that other than the jrpgness of the whole thing yeah
0: yeah and the numbers on everything is but the thing is i think if you like just that stuff wasn't there. And there was some basic, uh-huh. like, old God of War where it was just, like, well, you hey... Buy, you,
1: yeah, buy new Noob, you bought, like, moves in the old ones because it was, like, a Ninja Gaiden-type game.
0: Yeah, like, you... Souls, like, flew <laughs> yes. out of the enemies as you killed them. And then, like... <laughs>
1: Red <laughs> orbs, yeah. And then
0: you, like, poured them into your menu upgrade and something got upgraded. But it was, like, the idea was, like, always... Or, or you would pick up a new weapon in some of the other ones, and that would change things. And I felt like that's, that's sort of enough, you know? Like, just yeah. this barest thing of, yeah, you're getting some new stuff to play around with. Because, um, yeah,
1: all the armor and shit, like, all functions identically. It just, like... And yeah. this is this is another issue with the game, is that...
0: Does it, though? Because some of it will change your runic, and some of it will change your... Well, yeah, your... besides
1: the extremely
0: relevant Also, numbers, some of it... Um.
2: <laughs> also, some of it covers up. I think. I think. Well, yeah, the people you, you go nipples. Putting or no Kratos, nipples, basically. Yeah. No, I think. I think the people putting Kratos in fully covered <laughs> armor should be in like incriminated i think they should go to jail i it's it seems counter to the entire thing i it's upsetting i don't know why you need that like it's it's truly upsetting and like every time i see a screenshot of someone doing that i'm like unfollow i just don't i don't need it in my life
0: what if they didn't know what they were doing jess what if they just bought it to try
2: you know what the the road to hell is paved (laughs) in the best intentions
0: but they
1: the there's a part of the modular thing with this game is that there's only like five types of everything and that Mm -hmm. includes armor so there's like one armor design for this type and this type and this type so you have three like armor designs that look identical but they're like supposed to be like all these wild new finds like some of them have like these really elaborate names and they're supposed to be like super rare but they just look like the armor that's like over one shoulder with the fur on it or whatever and like Mm. It doesn't really, like, part of that stuff is, like, you want to look different or look cool, and it just doesn't really feel worthwhile. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. And that stuff.
2: Who's it for? I don't know who it's for. Who like yeah, it's like, it's like I don't know what, like, gamer is, like, there's 20 pieces of armor. <laughs> like, I, don't, I can't even imagine the dumbest gamer. And I can imagine the dumbest gamer, <laughs> trust me. I've interacted with him plenty of times. um, And I can't imagine even the dumbest, most base gamer but, being like well now i'm gonna buy this game because it has like 40 pieces of armor yeah it. it like sounds mm-hmm. really impressive you know like if if you aren't convinced just, this, this is isn't reskins. gonna convince you yeah just like the others yeah.
1: just like all the enemies are just like uh colored versions of previous enemies
0: but people do love that yeah. shit like look like at but do they know, love
1: it when I it's guess. like basically just going through the motions
0: i don't like, know i they... feel like
1: this is worse than not having it because it feels so remedial and like the way that Kratos will like bust yeah. open this massive chest and like pull out a pouch of dust or something, like <laughs> he's always grabbing like a single pouch from the grave and that's
0: it.
2: <laughs> Damn, does he grab though? <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I think this is like part of were we was. I talking to you. I think I was talking to you, Astrid, about this like before we started recording. About there's there's something that I dislike in this game that. I feel like everything's there to make it feel sort of like the illusion of this being a place and you are, you know, controlling Kratos as he, you know, drops the ashes and does all the things that go along the way to that. Um and you can kind of buy into it in the sense that this is a living world. And I think some of the best moments in this game are, you know, when you go with Freya and you have the injured boar and her turtle house mm-hmm. comes yeah. up and
2: oh the raddest thing
0: or like when you first come to the area where it's like those snowy fields and there's a mountain and then you get closer and it's a dead giant and yeah that's like cool. this i think that was a lot of the stuff from like the old god of war too where it it gave you that sense of place and like the mm-hmm. idea that these giant uh like sort of mythological places were environments that you got to run around and climb in and kill shit in. and and that's kind of good enough and boating around and everything and you know the world serpent hanging out in the distance but then you i love it i think when you have this stuff where it's like i need you know two thousand more hack silver to upgrade (laughs) my gauntlets to (laughs) you know have and then if i get this item for it just makes everything like kind of utilitarian and Mm -hmm. it's just Mm -hmm. i feel like that stuff is like it's like I don't know, like, you have a beautiful statue, yeah. and you're like, here's where the support systems are. But, like, I don't yeah, want to see them. I want to where... see the statue. Yeah.
2: Entirely. It's it's where the game kind of loses confidence in itself, actually. Yeah. Like, And when it, it kind of, like, disrespects itself in a way, because everything else is so carefully, um, you know, I actually, what I really appreciated about you, you both kind of pointed out, or I can't remember who pointed out, one of you pointed out. <laughs> Um, that the story felt like convoluted like the cut being like some other excuse as to why it would not you know like everybody kind of knew oh we have to go to the top of this mountain and like every person alive playing this game is like well that's not what we have to do because then this game would end yeah. at like hour or four yeah um, and and I just kind of kept expecting, like, what's going to be the thing? Like, is there going to, do we need some, like, is her, are her ashes, like, you know, stuck together when we need some, like, you know, magic jizz to whatever. Like, there's Jesus, so many Jess. things that can. Your ashes. <laughs> Am I? <laughs> I'm really sick in the head. I don't know how many times I have to say this in this podcast. Um, but I kept expecting it to get more convoluted. And actually, what I thought was is that your basic um, pr- your basic goal never changed, unlike so many other games, or, like, I can't even... Like, if you just say the story of any game, it sounds like someone's having a seizure. Like, it doesn't sound, make right. any sense, but, like, the story of this game is, like, boy and dad go to, like, you know, <laughs> scatter the ash, like, you know, fulfill uh, their dead matriarch's final wishes, mm-hmm. and that is the same story until the end, and I actually think the parts that... Um, Complicated are parts that are uh, points of discovery rather than points of complication. They are not just like, oh well, you can't do that because uh, the only part, though, I will say that is a like kind of gamey thing is when it's like there's black smoke. We can't yeah. make it up the yeah family. yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But otherwise, but otherwise, it's very like, oh no, she didn't mean that point. That is not the highest point of the mountain. and Or that is not the highest point in all the realms. And she didn't mean that. And what does that mean that she didn't mean that? And in the end, you find out right. that like she kind of made Kratos almost almost fooled him into believing it was going to be this simple thing. Because maybe he would have never left. Maybe he would have never tried to do this at all. Mm-hmm. Um, she knew his own weaknesses. Uh, and by the way, the un... <laughs> explored character of Faye is like the most criminal thing this game does because <laughs> everything about her like just that i can imagine is incredible uh that you know she like kind of knew that kratos is this like weak man <laughs> that like can't even talk to his own son so she has to like uh, i don't know if you guys know this but they've said that all of the like yellowy goldish parts telling you where to go were actually her directing kratos that was like her knowing what the future was and knowing every step they'd take and she had painted everywhere they needed to go so she even kind of <sighs> thinks he's a fucking moron <laughs> i
1: that's i sucks. like there's <laughs> like shutter island you or hate something.
2: that <laughs> I, I mean
0: i don't mind that that much i like because at the very beginning of the game you get the sense that something's going on because there are the yellow handprints right mm-hmm. that you see exactly and then i think that comes back at the end and you kind of think like oh Mm -hmm. i don't know that didn't feel to me like it was trying to be you know it's not retconning no i i mean i i like the ending is one thing i'll say too too. i thought i did feel kind of like it i think the like real ending or whatever is stupid and shouldn't be in the game because it's like so what
2: what is the real
0: ending did you get this jess you must have you're god of war oh yeah maniac I'm, I'm <laughs> you mean a bit I'm if you just go mrs. home you mean? you mean
2: mrs god of yeah. war <laughs> yeah
0: yeah you go home and you you mean have a dream you and mean the marvel there. movie
2: after credits yeah that's exactly
0: <laughs> what it is and i think that's so I the, thought they're... that they're
1: fine honestly oh it's so, the like... whole game I mean, you didn't have to it, the, the same thing happened yeah. with hellblade where i was like all right i'm gonna see all that Ragnarok shit, and then the game's like, well, you know, it's coming. And then so you go back to your house, and it's like, okay, it actually is coming. but, And because I wanted this game to be like beating the shit out of all the Norse gods, so I was like, okay. Well, you're gonna have here to Here it wait. comes. Right. Yeah,
0: I, I will say I was Are a bit... Are you, though? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, kind of disappointed in that... Well, maybe this is a good way to get into the topic of sort of what we thought about how it used uh the mythology how it mm. captured or didn't capture the feeling the you know in- intricate details of norse mythology i'm kind of mm-hmm. split on this i think there are some aspects of this game that are fantastic i think you know I-, I played the first hour and put it down and i was super jazzed on this game i thought when Baldur shows up and um he's just like this swaggering asshole and uh and he's kind of like gross looking and but also you fight him and you realize that he's like he's done a lot of meth yeah (laughs) but then like you have that fight with him and you realize that you know he's this incredibly powerful being but he's just walking around like just like some greasy dude i thought i i like that kind of stuff right i I like where it's like yeah what are you gonna say
2: Bringing the gods down to human scale, as you might say.
0: Yeah, or just, like, showing... I, I mean, this happens in Greek mythology, too, but in you know in Norse mythology, when the gods go and walk around and interact with the mortals and everything. And I, I, I think one thing that the God of War games get, in a way, I like is the gods are these... They're still very human in their motivations. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Anyway, I, I don't know. That's one aspect of it I liked, but then there were other things where it felt like they this one especially yeah
1: Yeah. although there are no mortals in this game really it's just sort of an empty world which is yeah well
2: they mentioned that do they (laughs) no i'm serious (laughs) because
1: i it struck me at some point i was like where the
0: fuck is everybody
2: so basically it's that like uh,
0: you like run into that they're in this part
2: of norse yeah yeah they're into they're in a stage of north myth when um that the P- the midgard is not populated um uh it's bef- yeah but uh it's also really convoluted so i am not <laughs> explaining it well because the game doesn't <laughs> explain it very well
0: are the humans um, dead before well see the thing too is that it like embraces the which i think is kind of neat and it's also kind of video gamey and the way it does it but like the cyclical nature of norse mythology mm-hmm. like ragnarok happens and then uh who's left it's the the sons you kill in this game aren't they left after ragnarok in norse mythology God, I, I don't remember i know the they do track
1: with balder his death is like what kickstarts yeah because then loki obviously... yes.
0: gets in prison because he set it all up Which,
1: you know, that would be really difficult because in this game, Loki, unless, is he meant to be named after the actual Loki or is he actually that Loki? I think that doesn't make sense to me.
2: It does because of time travel. Oh, (laughs) I'm not kidding. Let's move Um, on. Because, okay, do you want to get into, I've been like obsessing over theories and like fucking translating runic. Oh, Jesus. I have have a problem. (laughs) (laughs) No, I... I I have a problem. (laughs) I
0: want to hear about this because I thought there were things that were clever about it, but things that were also, like, too much. And I'm curious to hear... ...your thoughts on, like, someone who is into the mythology, like, Norse mythology, and and what you think of...
2: Totally. So I actually think every... All the liberties it takes are earned and and quite appropriate. I actually talked to a a scholar, um, a Norse myth scholar, and... Um, I mean, uh, because Norse mythology is something, is it's another mythology where, um, you know, they had, uh, you know, <laughs> centuries of unwritten lore, and then kind of the Christians came along and, or the Catholics came along, and basically... Uh, wrote it for them, you know, and so imbued it with its own. So Balder is kind of recast as this kind of Jesus figure. Um, everybody is kind of recast in this new light. Some figures like Loki, um, he might've in the original lore not have been this, um, you know, evil, nefarious creature, but because he is a being, um, that kind of represents, um, a lot of things that you know Catholics don't like he is recast as this bad figure. So I think what's interesting is that it's taking it's kind of like the witch. It's like taking Norse mythology at face value. It's not questioning um and inserting kind of its own um the ideals of of this of the uh, people that basically wrote down Norse mythology. It's trying to go back and write it in in this and understand it from how, you know, um the Nords would have believed in it rather than what we now today the scholars know because of someone who wrote down um, these mythologies and so i find that really interesting and then there's a lot of debate also about like is Frigg Freya because that could be true maybe Frigg was what they originally called Freya but then Freya was kind of Catholicized you know so it's it all kind of makes sense like there's a lot of debate and they're kind of lucky because there's a lot um about Loki, that is uncertain. Nobody really knows who his mother was. Um, his father is kind of left also completely up in the air. Um, uh, so I think it's like, from a scholarly perspective, yeah, of course they take liberties and you know they need to do certain things, but on a story level, I think it's pretty respectful of of what the original intent or yeah, as best as it can be, because obviously we don't know. But um, I, I do like that part of it.
0: I just. Like, I wonder about some things, though. Like. If. Because I think that's fine. I think you do whatever you want with a mythology. Mm. Yeah, and that is I what they trying. have
1: been doing forever. So it's not like this is somehow sac- sacrosanct or something. Well, I think mm-hmm,
2: it's. Was- but the Greeks wrote things down. I, the Greeks, like, wrote down their own mythology, unlike the Nords.
0: Yeah, the yeah the norse stuff is i know is like super i i had heard that before too that's super fragmented you know um Mm -hmm. and was changed when it when it encountered Mm -hmm. other cultures it was was
1: only written down like much later basically Mm -hmm. there's like those two specific texts that are sort of like the
0: the ur text yeah the poetica or whatever the the eddas eddas yeah that
2: mm-hmm. does yeah <clears throat> which i studied a little of clearly not well enough <laughs> <laughs>
0: um but I, so i wonder about some things though because there are some things that are like pretty key like i i think they set up an interesting thing where you find out boy uh at, atreus atrium
2: <laughs> atreus <Atrius. laughs> uh
0: atreus uh i think like the, <laughs> the metal band um, but they uh, at the end he's Loki right and mm-hmm. I, I think it is meant to be that he is he is you know the Loki that you're sure. thinking of especially because I can confirm that you can confirm that Jess
2: yeah I talked to I talked to Cory and yes
0: straight from the horse's mouth
2: straight from, mouth. The, Balorong, straight from yeah. the horse's mouth <laughs>
0: um <laughs> And, you know, there's the thing, like, you, you realize at the end that, yeah, his mom was a giant, and her name's Faye, and Loki's mom is Lafay. I don't remember what right. his dad's yeah. name like, is, but you don't, you don't really know what his dad is in Norsmith, if I'm remembering this right. You don't. Um, yeah. But the thing is, like, you know, the Loki's kids, and this is sort of important to how everything plays out, and sort of, like, Loki's nature and everything is... You know, he has the three children. He has Hell and he has mm-hmm. the name I can never pronounce, the World Serpent, and he has Fenrir. And in this game, mm-hmm. the World Serpent's already there, but he's a little boy. Yeah. And that so, was
1: my main confusion, yeah.
0: <laughs> like, like Astrid, what do, you, what do you think about this stuff? Because you kind of just were making noises as Jess and I both had our... No, I don't think s- you're wrong. I our... think
1: they are setting these things up, I think the mural at the end is, like, a really clear... I mean, on one level, it's obviously evoking, like, the father-son thing, but then on the other, it's part of this larger scene that ties in all this myth stuff. Um I just think that the... Part of what is appealing about Norse mythology is the sort of amorphousness of it, which, like Jess said, is... um part of that is a consequence of how little of it survives so that everything is sort of, you know, there are heroes and there are gods, but they also are at the same time, these other things like how hell is it's a, it's a woman who presides over hell, but it's also like one of the roots of the world tree. And it's like, well, what, or she lives beneath one of the, it's just this like, Everything is like multiple things at once, and well, it's
0: yeah, and it has this this sense of like, you know, the kind of like pagan thing of the world is gods and gods are the world, but they're also, you know, in in Norse and in Greek mythology and other mythologies, they're also beings with personalities, but they are right. the world.
1: And this is, I think, this is what appeals to me about Norse mythology um, at this point. Um, is that sort of amorphousness And also like the sense that Everything Is doomed, obviously And like it, everything is about What you do and what is Done in the lead up to that Inevitable destruction Right, this is something that uh In that mythology book that Everybody reads in like sixth grade That's like the first thing that Edith Hamilton says Is that the Norse mythology Is unique in how it conceives Of the end of the world um and the post end of the world obviously so that's what i'm always looking for in this stuff and we never quite get there i think in hellblade they they talk it up a lot and then it ends up being just talk
0: (laughs) well like help hellblade worked for me because it well i mean there were different layers to it as well but it did have that sense of of sort of you're already in the end you know, the, the things are already mm-hmm. kind of ruined. Uh, and, or, or, yeah. or not ruined, but, like, you're in this space, and you alone sort of... I I don't know. I'm not going to describe this properly. <laughs> I do think uh, Hellblade,
1: for me, got close to what Jess is talking about as far as, like, looking at these myths with, like, uh, mm. fresh eyes or a different perspective, maybe.
0: Well, I thought that one right. was... I, I think something too like the banner saga I don't know if either of you played that where it's not it's not saying hey this is this is North myth but it's it's you know modeled after it yeah and it's a game about these you know different creatures and humans sort of marching their way to try to stop the end of the world and they know mm-hmm. it's not going to stop right um, and there's you know a giant world serpent and stuff too <laughs> um and i think both of these things like I... yeah yeah
2: no, no 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 go ahead go
0: ahead. no no i was just gonna say i think like in both of these just off the top of my head like the banner saga and and hackblade both like have that feeling <laughs> like a, a certain feeling to them that i didn't feel in any sense in in this game i think maybe when the world serpents first called and it's this terrifying enormous sort of like primordial Mm -hmm. presence that was the closest this game came to making me feel like i don't know that that sense of awe and kind of like i don't know the sadness of it but also the terror of it and blah blah blah
2: yeah julie muncie uh from wired who wrote a great article about um this game's obsession with masculinity and reckoning with it and understanding it and kind of reconciling, um, you know, I hate the word toxicity, but like, that's the best thing I can think of. Um, and I don't know if we want to transition into talking about that, but yeah, one interesting thing is that in Norse mythology, uh, Loki is very explicitly queer Um, it's something that the other gods, like, make fun of him for. Um, he kind of is, like, immutable, uh, he kind of, uh, can transform into different genders. He actually births, he births (laughs) a, um, a horse. Yeah, he sure does. He is a mother. (laughs) Um, and, and there's just a lot of, like, I think material there to work with, um, obviously not like every sensitive kid isn't like you know queer but like i think it does have it's creating this platform obviously not but it is creating this platform to question um to question these like really basic gender norms and i think that would be a really interesting turn if it was brave enough to go there
1: i I think that reading of this game is like Watch really watching generous. a dog learn to talk or something. It's like yeah, good job, buddy. Like I, that is interesting <laughs> because yeah, Loki is such like a fluid figure, even by the standards mm-hmm. of Norse mythology. Like you said, he turns into a horse, and then gives birth to a horse. Um,
0: and <laughs> he turns into like a horse in heat, right?
1: Yeah, and then he yeah, gets fucked. Yeah, and then, uh, <laughs> to seduce another horse, <laughs> which is awesome. I, I game, hope is like insanely sexless i think and it It is it's sort of unfortunate that that sort of playfulness doesn't translate because like kratos himself they've made him like physically way more attractive than he used to be and he sort of has like this Mm. uh allure to him but it really goes nowhere like he never fucks and he used to fuck all the time
2: it's really disappointing. Yeah. But at the same time, it would be problematic, I think, like... Well, I'm sure someone to... would say that,
1: but I want to see him fuck, so...
2: Yeah. <laughs> I want to see him fuck real bad, We too. don't
1: even get, like, a... He doesn't dream about his wife or anything. They could have really <laughs> easily done something with that. Yeah,
2: but,
0: Yeah. grief
2: makes people horny. Like, people don't realize yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> instead,
1: it's like uh, he's, like, become a monk because his second wife died.
0: Yeah. But he didn't do that before, when he was still actively... Avenging her, his first wife and daughter's <laughs> murder, he was still like, "Yeah, whatever." Fucking about, yeah, him. <laughs> I don't and, know. and it that was
1: like sort of they like felt like they've been scolded into removing that stuff from the game, and so now it's like Kratos mm-hmm. is basically just like stoic and mean to his son, and that's it.
0: Well, see, this is something I wonder about too, because I think there's like a lot of positive things and a lot of drawbacks to the game sort of I I think kind of self consciously, but maybe that's part of it is the marketing, trying to be like more mature, you know, trying yeah. to be more uh grown up and respectable. Um and mm-hmm.
1: uh Which like I, just from the jump is such a bizarre place to take
0: God of War. God of
1: War of all like franchises or whatever. It's just such a weird
0: but that's also, you know, it's it's fine. I think it's the nature of the beast with these giant, like, multi-multi-million-dollar yeah. projects. That uh, I'm not going to defend it, but I'm like willing no, I mean, to give these things. some... I mean how you.
1: That's how you do it at this point. It's like you follow The Last of Us as lead, basically.
0: Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think um, uh, Astrid linked this in her piece as well, but there's a piece that I'm probably going to refer to. For a long time to come, that uh, Katie McCarthy wrote at US Gamer about prestige games. That yeah. I kind of like mm. can't not <laughs> like. Like she's she's talking about it in terms of you know uh, comparing sort of like identifying this this new trend uh, like The Last of Us um, and the God God of War fits into this. There are other ones as well that I'm not thinking of right now, but the idea of like you can quickly make a game shorthand it for being more mature and everything by being like people are sad there's an angry sad man at the at the heart of it who's trying to like mm-hmm. do better <laughs> you know he's trying to own up to the past um you know in the yeah. tradition of like breaking bad and the sopranos and you know pick your hbo shows well yeah um, it's like
2: i don't know pers- i will say i don't think that it's exclusive to um dad the daddening or datification of games because no i, I don't think, think so um yeah, well, that was my only. Th- I was. I think uh, *Horizon Zero Dawn* also also yes, suffers yes, from this.
0: Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's I, like I,
1: sort of a broad remit, but you definitely there is a trend, and the prestige thing. I think in both TV and games is like understood to be slightly derisive, or at least like um, fed up, because <laughs> there's yeah, like a well, certain look and a certain structure and a certain vibe that like immediately signals that like this thing wants to be taken seriously
0: and Uh i i would probably say and and this is kind of what i want to get into with the the stuff about masculinity and and all that with uh this game is i think you can identify that stuff and be like it's tiring or it's obvious you know Mm kind of like the oscar bait thing but that doesn't mean that it's gonna be bad by default
1: no Uh
0: or i think it's easy to point out and be like look at this movie that's coming out about you know uh, someone dying of cancer and an old man like <laughs> learning to date again, <laughs> and you're like, oh yeah, that's that's an Oscar movie. Um, but I I think this game <clears throat> at times is really elegant about what it's doing, like surprisingly. Um, yeah, I, I think the stuff is kind of you know twisted or not twisted, but like twisty plot wise to make. The thing happened at the end with Freya and Baldur and Kratos saving uh, Freya from being killed by her son and mm-hmm. all these things. I think there are nice little moments that they overdo way too much from the beginning of the game with Kratos, you know, not being able to put a hand on Atreus's back to like comfort him. I, I, you know what? The first time that happened, I thought the performances were good enough and it was shot well enough and everything. And I, I felt it, you know? Yeah, um,
2: yeah, I felt it I too. Didn't. I don't. I I think everyone wants to <laughs> laugh at it, but I, I mean, I don't know. It looked really familiar to me. I, it didn't look unfamiliar to see someone like totally incapable, a father totally incapable of like comforting I think their child. The f- yeah,
1: the first time they do it, I think it's slightly underplayed, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and the repeated times they do it, it is very overdetermined. Like the scene where kratos mm. is finally ready but then atreus drunk on hubris uh sprints forward and
0: <laughs> yeah and that that's what i mean though too and these these things happen where it's just like oh you're like you've shown in this game you're capable of doing these things and not you know hammering it into the ground but it does it anyway because the game's so long yeah, it's like this yeah they just they, they with... run
1: out of things to do yeah
0: like th- yeah. them sharing their drink of greece uh of greek wine together and it's like this big moment and they're like i don't know it's so pat and it's like no you can do these things and make it a bit more understated like yeah
1: I, yeah i think it's just because the like focus of what they want to tell you with the story is so limited but then the rest of the game just feels so sprawling and distended <laughs>
0: Well, this is part of what I mean by like, if you, if this was game, if this game was like a third of the length, I think it right. would be so much better for it in so many different ways. Yeah. But I don't know. Jess, what do you think about that stuff? Cause I know you were saying it works for you.
2: Mm. Yeah. I, um, I mean, I think also there's a lot of just, um, I think we're kidding ourselves if we think this isn't another form of wish fulfillment, <sighs> Um, yes. You know, like the, the, as if as if we haven't. Um, we just tra- changed our wish, our our fantasy. Yeah. You know, instead of having just this, you know, masculine dude just like fucking chicks and like you know ripping faces off. It's like now he's this dad who can like truly wrestle with his emotions yes. now. And it's this.
0: Um, uh, there's a there's a really good article about this you can <laughs> read on BulletPointsMonthly.com. <laughs> At <laughs> this point, you could read it.
1: Well, yeah, the fact that the, it's such, I, like, yeah. a tempting reading to be, like, the developers are this age now, and so their imaginations have been limited to, like, what if I could connect with my son or whatever?
0: As yes, opposed to, like, exactly. what if I
1: fucked um, Athena? Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, no, and I, I... Yeah, I think that's... Sorry, Jess, I cut you off before, too, to make a dumb joke, so... <laughs> No. <laughs> but I, I 100% agree with that. That it's sort of like... Yeah. It's like the teenage wish fulfillment of, like, I'm powerful. And everyone mm-hmm. around me, like, responds to my desires. To be like, mm-hmm. no, like, I can be good, emotionally good to my child, yeah. even if I was an asshole before. Like, I can yeah. fix this.
2: I think it's also, like, from the son's perspective. Like, I think if the children of these fathers who were like, well, like, if we had just had a moment yeah. to... <laughs> You know, if we shared a Greek wine with each other, maybe we could have talked about our feelings. I have. Um, yeah, I agree I, that this
1: yeah. game represents like the emotionally stunted men who developed it.
2: But Yeah. Um, but but an emotionally stunted, I think an emotionally stunted world that creates <laughs> these emotionally stunted yeah, men. I'm. Um, is what I think I see it as, and, and, and unconsciously, honestly, in a lot of ways.
0: I'm. Yeah. I think I'm. Um... I'm more with Jess. And I think that's why parts of it, even if you're like, yeah, I know what this is trying to do. I think that, you know, the first couple of hours, you're like, it is painful. And that's kind of interesting to see in a game. And when it's still understated, mm-hmm. just that stuff about like, oh, look at this piece of shit, dad. Who, <laughs> you know, and, and look at this kid. Who I definitely like want puppy. to have sex with.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. The only part that actually got me like that i sort of like felt bad or anything for them was it's like really early when kratos goes back in the house and uh atreus is like sat on the bed and he's like why does he always have to be such an asshole or something but just the fact that it like it's like not in your face it's just like a bit of like ambient dialogue that's you sort of walk into i thought sort of got at a lot of different Notes of their relationship before the game starts, or something. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: But then, which it could have. Yeah.
1: yeah, but then Atreus like just becomes like relentlessly chipper, in a weird mm-hmm. way. <laughs>
0: and and I think that's another thing, like a function of the length of this game. I think that's the right note to hit, maybe, mm-hmm. of this father or this son who just wants his you know asshole dad to like him. Yeah. You know he's he's trying so hard all the time to impress him, um, and the father's like withholding until you know things change later on, uh, and I think that's like the right note to hit, and that's the same note as like when you see him sad for a second, but you can't mm-hmm. you can't do it over and over.
1: No, you know? and yeah, it doesn't help that Kratos himself is sort of like not defined. Um,
0: well, that's one mm-hmm. that was sort of like the last. Maybe a last point to talk about too is uh, one thing that kind of got me with this is I felt by the end of it like Kratos was not enough of a character to yeah. to go much further with this, <laughs> and that he
2: i'm s- yeah like I'm so fine with him not being there anymore <laughs> at all yeah I mean they've, I they've, mean they've like, like I love yeah you, they've but... given
1: themselves like this uh third limb of having like Kratos inject himself into Norse mythos that is otherwise <laughs> like fairly faithfully drawn so like if the way they do it is to write him in as an existing mythological character so be it but the way that this game sort of moves beyond his scope uh i don't really know what else he does because like kratos is this whole game is like undoing the project of like kratos as like a, a wrathful monster but like what what is left instead of that i don't know
0: yeah
2: it. He he passes the baton, right? I mean, that's the only way that he re- redeems. Yeah. I mean, even finds any so- something close to redemption is mm-hmm. if he steps aside. And I think he, um, when he looks at the wall, uh, at the mural, and sees himself dead in Atreus' arms, and he says, "This is your no, it's not our story. It's your story." Right. And I think that's like a really clear, like, yeah, I'm pretty irrelevant now. <laughs> yeah. And it felt like um, a lot of this was like. Them having to use Kratos because if you do look like on our gaming, everyone's like, Can you even imagine God of War without Kratos?
0: I can't,
1: <laughs> no, and I
2: have, I i, I do I, every day. I do, um, well, uh, <laughs> what, yeah,
0: no, I was just gonna say, like, I, I think that's maybe something that works well, and I think these are some of the ways that they use the idea of what they want to talk about if you want to be like metatextual about them, like reckoning with the past of those games and blah 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 and um the the nature of of norse myth of of these generations and of things kind of being wiped Mm. out and starting again and everything i think there is you could start the next game with thor showing up at the house and killing kratos and he would still be an important character for another two games or three games or whatever because
1: five games
0: five games sorry I had this old school mentality where I think of things in trilogies instead of mm, no endlessly sprawling cinematic universes. <laughs> the got a war cinematic universe. Yeah. Um, oh my god. And I think that would make sense, you know. I think if you have a Loki who has that that thing and it also gives him a way to to discuss, you know, the idea of of myths on a grand scale in 20 years from now, if they want the series to be like myths are transmitted from generation to generation, from person to person, then have Loki pass on to the next set of myths and keep the thing mm-hmm. going forever. You know, and it's like kind of like interesting enough that it's not completely crass to do it that way, I think.
1: Yeah. I mean, I know that they have talked about like moving into uh egyptian. egypt yeah so maybe loki goes to egypt and uh somehow becomes anubis and then his son <laughs> is one of the egyptian gods and then that <laughs> son moves to the next mythological area
0: and you just keep going mm-hmm. yep. until you come upon or christianity, christianity.
2: <laughs> there's the question of Tyr, who visited greek and right. Egyptian, and all yeah. of these mythologies. So that's... there's some speculation about who that character is, actually.
1: The Tyr-Odin divide in this game is interesting because they sort of mm-hmm. set Tyr up to be like this spotless figure, and Odin is just this like prick. Which
0: I don't like. I think that's right, too... It is a,
1: it's like a really simplified version of how those two figures function. But the way that they do it is basically to give both Kratos and Atreus like these two lodestones that they can choose to go towards and um, yeah I think the tear stuff also like sort of retroactively explains maybe why Kratos is here at all and like Norse world because that is a question that <laughs> I was not sure they were going to even like address and then eventually it's like yeah okay all this stuff exists in the same world
2: And that was true in, like, real life, like, you know, when the Greeks interacted with, you know, any other culture that had any other type of gods, it wasn't like, well, your gods are wrong. It's like, oh, those are your gods, these are my gods. That's kind of totally appropriate to how people worked in pagan culture.
0: Yep. A yop. Yeah. (laughs) I think, uh... yeah, I don't know. I I I will play another one of these with...
1: No, you Great. sure will.
0: I sure will. <laughs> I sure will I'll, if I have a choice. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I think, you know, my opinion of it is still, like, the more I think about it, the more I hear different opinions of it going forward after, you know, reckoning with the fact that it was the perfect game and the best game ever made and uh, <laughs> finding out for ourselves. I I think it's a good game. And I think it has a lot of, a lot of problems. It's a it's a flawed, flawed masterpiece. Flawed masterpiece. (laughs) I think that's uh, is that what our friends at Bad End would (laughs) would call the flawed masterpiece. Yeah,
1: I mean, my biggest problems with the game I already wrote about, and they're like sort of like pinheady, formal like issues. Like I think the game doesn't do itself a service with like its flashier things
0: i don't know yeah i kind of hope in the next one maybe they have a bit more fun as well i think that's it something pretty where... dour
1: i, I don't just said she thought it was funny I... and i was like what are you <laughs> i thought it was
0: hysterical <laughs> do you uh, i was laughing the whole time do you like the the talking
2: head oh, God. i <laughs> love Mamir. i think he's great but i don't think it's just that i think it's as I described it to uh, to Astrid, its mm. dead assness <laughs> is kind of used in its to benefit it. It like kind of uses that as humor. It does, yeah. There was a like, bit at
1: the beginning I thought was funny when like um as Kratos does something and then the kid like comments on it and he's he says something was funny, but then. I don't know.
2: Well, he's constantly making fun of him. I think, like, making it, it makes fun of Kratos. And it, and it could be, like, lampshading, like you said, Astrid. But, like, it does address the fact that, like, it is Kratos calling the kettle black. Like, your anger is too much. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like, all right, Kratos. Like <laughs> And it does call it out. You know, it does call out, like, um, I don't know if it works or not. But I think it does. It is extremely aware that, like, he is a, so deadass that you can't even, like, who the fuck is this guy? But, um it uses Atreus as this nice sounding board, as this nice avatar for the audience, actually, mm-hmm. a lot more than Kratos. Um, like, I identified a lot more with Atreus, and right. he's constantly just like, oh, dad, I think I think you just told a good story. Like, I, th- I love those moments. Yeah. yeah.
1: You know, I, maybe I need to replay it, because I did get lost, like, thinking I had to do all the side shit, so maybe if I just... But then once I started to, like, no, mainline it, it like all the character moments are sort of piled up really fast. It was weird. Like yeah. every time you land, there's like a new interact. It just I think there's just too much noise at some yeah. points.
0: I think so too. I think there's uh the core of something really really strong in this mm-hmm. though that I kind of wish was was more evident. I don't know. Anyway, we're like we're past an hour. So over. <laughs> <laughs> and uh i don't know there's there's more i would want to talk about with this but also whatever yeah it's I quids. Mean,
1: the uh the fighting is nice enough
0: yeah that's what i was just thinking we didn't talk about <laughs> fighting that, <but> is nice <laughs> enough. i like it i like the way it sounds when you hit stuff yeah it's it goes, got a good Dum. it's
1: like suitably weighty i didn't like the atreus integration into combat very much
2: oh
0: the sun action
1: yeah, he just becomes like a. I like th- I like the boy action. I like the, <laughs> I love action. the boy action. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's they yeah, uh... Really
1: give you a chance to like stretch your legs though. I know that this stuff in I mm-hmm. think it's Jotunheim. You can like go do those challenges, but like the big boss moments are pretty remedial and shitty. Like you fight the same ogre mm. thirty-five times, and then. You like go to hell and it's like ogre, you have though. to fight this special ogre and it's the same guy except he like disappears in between his attacks.
0: Yeah, <laughs> just a hell ogre. They like yeah. hire every member of
1: this You're ogre so species right. to do all the important <laughs> jobs.
2: You're so right. <laughs> yeah, the, ba- uh, uh, the are they Balder unionized? fights. The
1: Balder fights are cool. The the like ones that are all quick time stuff. The Balder fight at the end is kind of, uh, but um, the it like the first nice. one I think is impressive.
2: The first one's great what i will say yeah i think uh i i actually appreciate how it kind of undercuts the like epicness of of um of the boss fights like every time you fight a norse god they're all like acting ridiculously annoying and like um like the banter between magni and whatever the fuck you know I don't even remember what the other guy's name. This is He's so Modi? unmemorable. But um, like
0: Modi, they are just yeah.
2: kind of yes, yes, Modi at uh, Magni and Modi. They're like ridiculous. <laughs> yeah,
1: they're really no, um obnoxious. <laughs> I uh,
2: and I love, I love it. Shows a spectrum of of um of uh, how awful men are. <laughs> a
0: spectrum of assholes. A full
2: spectrum yeah. of how assholes take shape.
0: <laughs> I. Yeah, see that. I don't know if I can go with you on that one. I miss, <laughs> I miss the giant. Uh, no, no, not on like whatever. But I, I just miss killing <laughs> on men being terrible. <laughs> yeah, this has nothing to do with. I just want to kill big <laughs> shit. You know. Yeah, that right. was.
1: I kept yeah. waiting for that like.
0: When you kill the dragon, the scale, like scale. Uh, I was yeah. like, yeah, give me more of that. Yeah, there's no the one dragon fight stuff. that
1: seems sort of impressive, but then you do it a lot. They just keep, yeah, they can't just let anything be like itself it always has to come back and be like boring
0: sorry just just like you just like that comment (laughs) yeah yeah
2: (laughs) we should just end there (laughs) just end the podcast on I don't know boring (laughs)
0: uh okay so strong 7 out of 10 I Mm. think is the conclusion of this Mm. Uh, as as with most video games good and bad (laughs) It's, uh, it all washes out to a 7 out of 10. Um,
2: but 10 out of 10 on the nipple factor. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's a, that's, <laughs> that's a off-to-the-side rating. The saving grace. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just rating. Like in this
0: old nipple, it's off-to-the-side. I,
2: I give this 10 nipples. <laughs>
0: oh, that's disgusting to imagine. 10 in a row. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's, uh, yeah, that's going to do it. That's going to do it. This is bullet points. This is all the hosting stuff that's hard to do. And it's better when Ed does it. Um, if you're listening to this, that's fantastic. Uh, you may also want to go to our website. We're uh, great synergy here. We're currently running a whole month of articles on God of War 2018. So go to bulletpointsmonthly.com for that. Uh, we also have a Twitter which is where all the links come through so you can find all the stuff on there it's at bullet points vg and most importantly of all let's be honest is the patreon um Mm -hmm. which is how this uh works this is that's that's how that's it you know uh money makes things appear uh so that's patreon.com slash bullet points uh the cool thing we started doing with that is as a way to kind of uh, say thank you to the people who are uh, kicking in donations um, we started up some new podcast stuff and we're playing around with the ideas of what we can do without um, doing nothing but working on bullet points to make some extra stuff for patreon people so right now for five dollars or more a month we have astrid and i are doing something enormously stupid and uh playing through all of the kingdom hearts games <laughs> and discussing them <laughs> i'm playing them oh all my god good luck i listen we have two episodes uh when this goes up i think the second episode will be up pretty soon mm-hmm. uh we recorded it i finished that first kingdom hearts i'm on am deep in it Yep. i'm a disney boy now <laughs> <laughs> I, wear, I wear mouse ears around the house it's great do you bleed yeah, yeah i do you bleed disney i believe in magic uh as long, <laughs> as, long as it's corporate sponsored magic um and then i think it'll probably be up this week but we also have a new series and we're gonna do the same thing first one will be up for everyone and then subsequent episodes of this new equally stupid series um will be for patrons of five dollars plus Mm -hmm. anyway that was a long-winded way of saying give us some money we'll we'll give you as much stuff as we can without completely running out of time uh to do that yeah um so that's that uh astrid where can people find you on the internet
1: um i'm on twitter at hastapira and i just realized that i said that the fire realm in the game is iotunheim but i think it's actually muspelheim yeah so i'm don't sorry be... don't come, is... come for me i'm sorry it's so incorrect <laughs> but all the be... realms look the same in my defense they're all just bridges so
0: don't be a noob <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah uh i'm so bad at this jess where can people find you other than parked in front of your playstation entertainment system <laughs> <playing> God of, <laughs> <playing> <laughs> God of third you can... time
2: you can find me on Pornhub.com, looking up Kratos porn. Um, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Liongirl528 because um, apparently I still use my AIM name from <laughs> 2003 as a professional. Um, professional is a questionable word descriptor. Um, but yeah, you can find me there, or you can find me um, by searching uh, for Jess Joho at Mashable and read all my bullshit. Yeah, Or you can
1: um, find you on the red yeah. carpet, right? Pretty often.
2: Uh, find me I'm all the time. I'm going to so many premieres. I'm in LA now. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh,
0: Yeah, and where am I? I'm on, I don't know, whatever. I'm on Twitter, <laughs> at Reed McCarter, and you can find that. I write other stuff, and I always tweet it, though, because that's what Twitter's for. hey Mm -hmm. you tweet you gotta tweet if you want if you want the success you gotta tweet that's what i say to my son atrius (laughs) all the time i tell him you gotta that's your boy
2: action (laughs) press square to tweet
0: sometimes i almost put my hand on my on his shoulder when i take him out to the woods and teach him how to tweet (laughs) and he's like he's like crying uh, as he's about to slit the throat of the newest meme, and I say, "Do it, boy, do it!" And then he That's, sends. And
2: you tweet. say, you say, right? And he's like, "Better to send one concise tweet than, than the thread."